With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Huckel, and it is hot outside, folks. As you know, there's a heat wave going across America, America, <laughs> even America, but America. And I'm telling you, it is hot. So uh, do stay hydrated. Um, we haven't heard um, too many people passing out or anything of that sort or whatever, thank God. But uh, we do hear that people are getting, you know, a little overheated or dizzy or something of that sort. So be careful because that heat can come out uh, and uh, hit you fast. So have some uh, some kind of water, some kind of maybe sports drink to drink. So get some electric lights and get some uh, uh, some salt in you. Uh, sometimes I bring in uh, like a salty uh, snack of some sort, so at least then I can put some back some of the salt back into my system. So uh, do be careful. Uh, because it isn't something to uh, fiddle with. If you can stay inside, it's the best thing anyway. But we've looked at uh, some plants that we have, and uh, we've had to really uh, double down on the watering right this second. But the flip side is that we're going to get uh, supposedly some rain tomorrow. But we don't trust all that stuff, so we just go ahead and do what we need to do. But do be careful and do watch out for your plants because uh, it is tough stuff going out there. Now, we did have some plants that grew a little bit faster because uh, all of a sudden now the dirt is bone dry, just bone dry. And uh, so we went ahead and uh, this morning did some watering. But uh, do be careful and uh, do have someone else around you or at least then they know that you're there. So in case you do get sick or something hits you, because I've uh, read that someone uh, came back and she said when she was driving back in the car, she just felt nauseated because the heat was just so intense. And um, so you do have to be careful, uh, and I know that person driving back, she said, I was just so glad to get home. So uh, do be careful because you can't mess with heat. Uh, so, uh, and if you do have a problem, of course, go to the ER or see your doctor. But um, go out real early in the morning or just wait until maybe the next day. Uh, but uh, do be careful, uh, kid you not. All right, so today we're going to go on uh, talk about raspberries and then uh, is uh, produce affordable for folks uh, to be able to stay on their dietary guidelines. And then also uh, that there's evidently some challenges that the USDA says in the hemp industry, even though that was uh, attached to the farm bill. So uh, we'll hear out what they say about that. And I, half people that uh, do, uh, they're interested in the hemp industry, I don't know if they grow any of the stuff or or partake or whatever, I'm not sure. But uh, there are people that uh, do like to hear out information on that. So, all righty, we'll hope that you're uh, doing all right and that you're having a great summer so far. Uh, the kiddies are getting ready evidently to go back to school. I've been in some stores, and they're already picking out the uh, uh, school supplies with their, their relatives, which I think is kind of early, but maybe it isn't. I don't know. But... Um, Hope that it's an enjoyable summer for you all. So, but it has been a fast one, I'll tell you. And with the weather going up and down, up and down, it's been hard to tell which uh, season we're in sometimes. But 
um, do take care of yourself and make sure that you are hydrated uh, during this heat wave. So we're going to be right back. You're listening to Community Garden Revolution, and my name is Mary Huckel. We'll see you on the other side. If the music would start. Start getting it. Okay, so this is Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Huckel. And I also wanted to tell you, too, I know we have done in this heat, uh, we've done salads uh, for two uh, different uh, evenings. We need them anyway. And uh, we had uh, uh, chicken salad also. And then tonight I'm going to use the pressure cooker uh, to cook uh, the meal. And it's going to be pot roast uh, and then have some potatoes and some carrots. And, of course, we have some other fruit that we put along with that. Uh, so that's basically what we're going to be having tonight. Um, sometimes I put a roll with it, uh, you know, a biscuit or something with it. I'm not going to do that today because we need to lose the weight. And then um, dessert, it's whatever it is that we think we can uh, swallow down in this hot heat. So, uh, But that's our excitement for tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm excited because I love using my pressure cooker. It's one of those uh, three-quart um, instant pots. Love it. I mean, I just love that thing. So uh, we eat some good meals from that, and I like to put some good seasoning in there. I'm already salivating. Um, so, uh, but after this show, I've got to go ahead and help help the neighbors uh, uh, do the trash cans and get them to the curb. I'm, I know I'm an exciting person. So they're older folks, and uh, sometimes they need some help, and every weekend I've got the opportunity to help out. Oh, gee, wow. Woo. And uh, so that's one of those moments here after the show. <laughs> <laughs> here in the Midwest. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and find out from the uh, USDA. Uh, they've got a little ditty here about uh, raspberries. Now, some folks like them, some people don't. But they do rank number three in U.S. berry popularity, believe it or not. Isn't that something? And uh, some people consider it being a uh, delicious and a delicate food. Um, I just feel it's just one of their fruit to be able to eat, but what do I know? And uh, so this is going to be Gary Crawford giving us information on that. And I've got to cue the uh, story up here right for you. All right, here it is. Hollywood, yes, every year the Oscars go to the best Hollywood has to offer, but then there's the annual Razzie Awards, and the, the ceremonies honor the worst of Hollywood. And as they say, at the Razzies... Let the Razzies begin! Hey, Razzies, taken from the term raspberry, which back in the day was a sound like this, uh, like that, to indicate displeasure with someone or something. Now today, we are here at the Vegetation Tip of the Agriculture Department's Farmers Market in Washington, D.C., with Vegetator Chantel Oyee. You're going to be telling folks all about raspberries. Raspberries. Yeah, but first, Chantel, have you ever made that raspberry sound, you know, like this? Ever do that? No. Oh, ooh, you try to give it a try. Go ahead, try. Sound more like a bird. I can't do it. We'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. I'm not doing it. By the end of our talk, you'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Now, about raspberries. Like me, they are delicate things of beauty, right? Raspberries are one of the most delicate fruits. They're usually hand-picked because the mechanical processing of harvesting can actually tear up the flesh from raspberries. Hand-harvested? Every single one by hand. 
because they're so delicate. That's Alma Diaz, and she grows raspberries on her farm in Virginia. Now, not only do raspberries have to be hand-picked, but Alma, you told me she would go even further on finding the right people to uh, gently harvest those raspberries. We hire girls because they have they are more delicate than men. Uh, you mean the men are just too tough on those raspberries? Yes. <laughs> uh, now, Chantel says that raspberries are picked right. They don't ripen anymore after they're harvested, so we shoppers have to treat them very gently and use them very quickly before they go bad. When storing them, it's best to store them unwashed and uncovered in the fridge, remove any mushy fruits because they transfer to the other fruits, causing them to go bad. And then you want to place berries in a paper towel to absorb any moisture. The moisture can also lead to mold buildup and spoilage as well. And even then, you got maybe two or three days on them? Exactly. So while raspberries are delicate things, Chantel, you say they are strong nutritionally, a lot of vitamin C, fiber, what else? They have a very low glycemic index compared to other fruits. So your glycemic index is basically a relative ranking of carbohydrates and foods according to how they affect your blood glucose levels. So raspberries have natural sugars, however, their carbohydrate content has a low glycemic index. So they're actually good for people who are diabetic and are looking to keep their glycemic index down. All right, now, ready to try that raspberry sound once again? Go, go ahead. I think so. I think I'm ready to go for the raspberries. <laughs> Next time, we'll explore a great summertime raspberry recipe. In Washington, Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Washington. And thank you, uh, Gary Crawford. Okay, so we're going to also find out some information about produce being affordable and able for folks to meet dietary guidelines. As I told you before, somewhere around the fall area, there's a possibility that grocery stores can uh, raise the prices. We've seen 10 cents every so often and 20 cents here and there. Uh, but because so many farmers were not able to get out in the fields and produce something, and unfortunately, people around the world have had the same issue. Uh, supposedly, it's an 11-year cycle for rain. I've never heard of that before, but supposedly that's part of it. Uh, so prices could go up. So uh, the concern, evidently, is that people want to make sure that, hey, can I meet the federal gui guidelines? I know in our family, we eat a lot of fruits and vegetables for our meals, and um, uh, over the course of the day, and um, our numbers look pretty good usually. Uh, but, um, you know, we work at it and because uh, they say one out of ten people, one out of ten people eat enough fruits and vegetables in the course of a day uh, to meet guidelines. Isn't that strange? That is too strange. But uh, here uh, is what the USDA feels uh, that's going to be happening with fruits and vegetables and the cost of that. afford the Agriculture Department's recommended daily allowance of fruits and vegetables? In other words, how affordable is purchasing produce to meet dietary guidelines? According to one USDA economic researcher, some might find it surprisingly affordable. For an average American on a 2,000 calorie diet, it's possible to meet your recommendations for about 210 to 260 per day as in the range of $2.10 to $2.60 a day, according to researcher Hayden Stewart. This study focused on addressing what might be a common misconception among consumers. People are not in general meeting those recommendations, and this perception that fruits and vegetables are expensive may be a contributing factor. 
And Stewart says this particular misconception and the study of such for USDA researchers is nothing new. We've been doing this for a number of years. We do it pretty much every time the dietary guidelines have been updated for the last three times. The current USDA dietary guidelines cover a five-year period with a new set of guidelines scheduled for release in the year 2020. For this current guideline period, Stewart and colleagues at the Economic Research Service focus on combinations of fresh and processed produce that would meet minimum dietary requirements and what their daily cost would be for consumers. What we've done here is we priced out the cost for about 156 different fresh and processed fruits and vegetables. So as an illustration of the research and its direction, four different daily combinations of fruits and vegetables that could be purchased for between 210 and 260 per day. For example, at the lower end of that range, there is a basket which includes a cup of orange juice, also raisins, romaine lettuce, carrots, tomato, corn, and cucumber. So there would be an example of what someone could buy potentially at 2016 prices. Those were the most recently available data for about specific example was $2.12. And in terms of the misconception of the limits of affordability of fruits and vegetables to limited income households, whether or not they're affordable to a household on a limited budget has more to do with the priority a household places on these two food groups. The typical American household needs to look at its food budget and try to make room for these products. That might mean spending a little bit less on some other foods, but if they do so, they should be able to eat healthier, to eat a diet that's closer to conforming with the dietary guidelines for Americans. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Thanks, Rod. And what people uh, need to realize is that, um, you know, you can get a lot of frozen items. I think we spent uh, 129 for some corn and some peas and carrots, and we're storing some stuff in the uh, freezer. Uh, so you can go to different stores. Uh, some stores are going to sell things higher price. Some stores are going to uh, sell them for less price. So we normally uh, go to X amount of stores uh, for our grocery. We make a circle and we go around. We don't just do one or two stores and that's it. And because we're in a location where we can just go from one store to the other, da da da, da we can save some money uh, because we're going down the street anyway to the main two that we go to. But um, we can save some money and uh, then be able to put that toward other things that we want to do with our life. Uh, so um, that's what we do is we try to make it uh, where we get the best deal for the food. And uh, all these we feel for us is one of the best ones to go to. We dump as much money as we can there first. Uh, we don't buy all their stuff. We call them Twonkies if it's a product that's not too good. But most of the products are excellent. And uh, we're not in the part where it has to be the um, – the right can label on the green beans. We don't care. Uh, for forty nine cents, I, I like it a lot better than paying ninety nine cents or a dollar or something. So we load up on those things too, and then make sure we've got enough on the shelf that in case we have to eat for uh, let's say two or three months down the road, if something happened, uh, we do try that. Uh, some of the stuff we try for a longer period of time, but we do try some of those things like fruit cans and also stuff that's frozen, that's fruit, also vegetables and fruits that uh, can be frozen, uh, also the canned stuff. So uh, we have a mixture in case because, I mean, 
when you're trying to prepare for a disaster or a situation that could happen, what are we preparing for? So um, we we try to say, hey, we're just going to do the best we can, and at least we've got different options available. We have a grill that we've had for years, and we change out the charcoal every so often just in case we need that. So, um, you know, <laughs> do what you got to do, but uh, do put in some money for your uh, fruits and vegetables because, bottom line, you'll be a healthier person, and when you do become sick with a virus or a flu bug or something of that sort, you'll come out a lot better. You really will uh, because you'll heal a lot faster. So we just really believe in uh, fruits and vegetables being a great medicine uh, for folks uh, to live with. So, uh, But that's our opinion, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll be more than the one out of ten people in America that eats the uh, required amount or what you could eat uh, for vegetables and fruits, which is freaky to me that uh, it's just one out of ten. I, oh, that's concerning. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and find the uh, challenges in expanding the industrial hemp industry. Uh, that's a real big industry uh, in one of the states in Kentucky, uh, in the United States, in the Midwest. Uh, and then also then they added it on for other things that they can use a hemp for, H-E-M-P, uh, which is great. I mean, so it's a, like a cash uh, cow or cash product for these folks. So uh, although legalized by the 2018 Farm Bill, the Agriculture Secretary says industrial hemp growers still face challenges regarding the growth and expansion of the industry. And so Rod Bain's going to tell us about that. What I heard is a lot of optimism regarding the opportunities. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue recently speaking in the Bluegrass State about how industrial hemp, legalized per the 2018 Farm Bill, could provide economic benefits for growers in states like Kentucky and across the country. <laughs> by a product ranging from biofuels and CBD oils, animal feedstuffs, and textiles. Yet the secretary in this visit to Kentucky joined many stakeholders in this fairly new, quickly growing industry in pointing out there are challenges going forward. And it's not just the challenge created by misconceptions consumers may have between industrial hemp and its cousin, illegal in some states, cannabis. Secretary Purdue says these misconceptions are also a main factor behind both regulatory and financial challenges in expanding the industrial hemp industry. For instance, a lack of uniform nationwide regulations in part created by a state that legalized both cannabis and industrial hemp pre-2018 Farm Bill. The standardization of regulations across the country over states being somewhat equal in the level playing field between that. There are also various transportation and financial transaction challenges as well. We heard about the transportation of extract that is prohibited currently. We heard about financial transaction issues where this new crop is kind of conflated with cannabis and the financial industry has to accept that this is a legal crop. Industrial hemp producers also told the secretary they need modern farming techniques created via research to develop a safe, healthy, and quality crop, as well as the development of actuarially sound crop insurance programs for growers. We don't know what the production capacity of these crops are because they're new, and we'll work through that. What we'll have for 2020 is called a whole revenue farm policy, and that's typically done on specialty crops or crops where you can't insure a crop itself but have a whole farm revenue policy there. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Thank you, Rod Bain. And we'll try to keep you up on that every so often when they do have something available. Uh, you can always look at the USDA.gov website, 
and they have updates of what's going on with different uh, products or uh, recalls, that kind of thing. I get that all the time, uh, what they've recalled or companies uh, sometimes voluntarily recall uh, products. Uh, so uh, do keep up with that if that's the field that you're into or what the cash crop that you're wanting to go into uh, because uh, it is a growing field. Uh, there's a lot of stuff or newsletter stuff that I get um, in other uh, uh, facets of the industry of food, uh, what they're trying to experiment with and see if it works out or, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, still, though, uh, like banking, uh, they're trying to see what they can do with cannabis uh, they didn't for years do anything with them, and these people had to have all their money in a safe, and they had to hire people to keep their safe okay, and then they had to hire uh, companies to actually hold the money uh, because they couldn't work with banks. Uh, the banks wouldn't work with them to have banking accounts. So isn't that crazy? But, um, you know, that was always associated with something bad. So um, I like the medicinal stuff myself. I, I don't take it, but... I think that's a wise thing to do. The other stuff I would be clueless about. I am concerned that a lot of the stuff is going to be in a lot of the edible kind of things uh, because we don't need alcoholics. We don't need people to be high on whatever. Uh, and the opioids, uh, that is a thing all by itself. Uh, we need to have people with fresh, open minds uh, because it's going to be different times ahead uh, and uh, we've got to make sure that uh, you got your wits about you. Um, so that's my opinion. Okay, now the freshpreserving.com, folks, www.freshpreserving.com. That's the ball collection of uh, different jam jars and, and mason jars and, uh, you know, all the other kind of collection stuff. And they have on their website, like, uh, different things you can go under, like recipes canning, jars, lids and bands, accessories, uh, appliances, and ingredients. And they're a well-designed uh, group. The pictures are just stunning. And, of course, people send in all their different pictures of how they do things or what they've done with the different mason jars and whatever and give some little tips or ideas of what they went into or had problems with. I like that a lot. It gives a good little forum or a little flow of information uh, for people to, uh, you know, say, hey, this is what happened to me, what do you think, or what do you suggest, uh, because it keeps the uh, the communication open for some great ideas. Um, for me, I think it's awesome for the fresh tech appliances, and that's for canning uh, that you can do, and that's something that you can ask Santa Claus coming up uh, that is called the fresh tech appliance, and it's for canning. Um, and they uh, have different sizes for you to choose from, different kinds of ways of looking at it. Uh, and, you know, what you can do or what, you know, maybe somebody's a little bit more industrial than you are. And um, the technology is just superior, just absolutely superior. That's why I like my uh, pressure cooker. Uh, we were thought about getting one of those simpler ones that my mom has, um, but I just didn't. And I'm glad that I went with more technology on this. Uh, sometimes technology, I think, is good. Sometimes I think it's just dumb. But um, technology, I think, on this side with the canning and also with the pressure cooker is awesome because you can do a lot of, a lot of things, or they can react to the the uh, um, the meat or the or the canning part uh, in a way uh, that is fashion fast and efficient. And you're not st standing there trying to figure out, you know, okay, now if I did it that way, or should I have done it this way, or you know, that kind of stuff. 
it takes a lot of thinking out for you so that if you just stop for a second and go, now, how did I get in that situation? And then uh, you'll be able to think it through or it'll help you. The machine, I think, sometimes helps helps me, uh, you know, gauge out whether that meat is ready or not. Now, I like my meat in a pressure cooker pretty juicy or, or tasty and then falls off the bone kind of thing. Um, so that's really helpful for me. I enjoy that, and I can do it in blocks of 20 minutes at a time. So uh, the pressure, the uh, Fresh Tech uh, canner, uh, on that, uh, it's got a lot of uh, little gizmo things that you can use or not use, depending upon what you wanted to accomplish. And uh, it's up to date. That will help you out. I mean, they're, they're wanting you to be a success. So uh, do check that out. It's one of my favorite um, websites to look at. Of course, the Ball Mason Jars is one of my favorite products of all time, just like toothpicks. Uh, but... <laughs> But I don't know. But I should look up a company about toothpicks. Yeah, because I like toothpicks. So, um, but it is a great thing to ask Santa for. Uh, I know that it's on my list, and we'll see what Santa comes up with. I don't know. I may get a box of toothpicks. I don't know. Uh, there, there's options out there, you know. Or maybe I'll get the dip ch- uh, chocolate chip uh, chocolate uh, toothpicks. I don't know. But, um, but anyway. Uh, Check it out because I think it's a great product, and they have all kinds of different mason jars that you'll see there, and the different sizes. Is it a wide mouth, or is it the regular? Is it the quart size? You know, is it the pint size? You'll be able to see all those different um, sizes, and then pick out what you can use. Now, some people use that for decorations and you know whatnot, and candles and whatever. We're not that creative, uh, so for us, we're just interested in the food. Uh, <laughs> Just give us food. <laughs> uh, but if you have time for that stuff, that's great for you. And we just don't have the time for it. Uh, and we, we're not that talented. So, uh, but anyway, um, do check them out. It's www.freshpreserving.com. Do check us out on our digital magazine at www.magster.com. And uh, I think I did one of the best uh, front covers that I've done uh for a while, and uh, that was for the June issue. July is uh, going to be out, and uh, we appreciate uh, all the uh, interest or questions that you have. We appreciate and hope for answering some things what's on the podcast or the uh, ma- uh, magazine. Uh, but we're going to shake it up coming up. Uh, we're we're finally going to draw that line and go ahead and shake it up because I know that when I cross that line, it is no looking back. Because I don't look back anyway. I don't like to, but uh, it's no looking back, and it is going full throttle. And when you go full throttle, you got to be ready to really race and roll. So uh, so we're going to start doing that. We've kind of hedged it and not done it and kind of, uh, okay, we'll do it. And, and then we don't. Uh, anyway. So, uh, But we've got to get to it and uh, be the best that we can for you all and get the best information we can. So uh, that's how it rocks. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we hope that you have a great summer. Do keep hydrated. Have sports drinks around or water. Uh, just, just be careful with the heat. Uh, you might want to go early in the morning. Um, do what are your plans? Uh, ours were bone dry today. The dirt was just bone dry, and I watered a little bit yesterday. Maybe it's because I just watered a little bit, but they were bone dry today. So uh, I'm glad we went out there and, and took care of it. So, uh, but uh, good luck to you for the summer, and hope that you have a great, bountiful uh, harvest coming. And uh, uh, do can, if you can, freeze what you can, uh, but do stay hydrated. You're listening to Community Garden Revolution. My name is Mary Huckel. Have a great Community Garden Day. <laughs>